This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, my name is Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast to reflect on a 12th win from 15 unbeaten games for the relentless Reds. They won 3-1 at Burnley this evening to make it the club's best ever start to a league season and keep the pressure firmly on leaders Manchester City. But Jurgen Klopp's gamble to make seven changes to the side that started the dramatic Merseyside derby win over Everton at the weekend looked like backfiring at one stage. However, second-half goals from James Milner, Roberto Firmino and Jurgen Shaqiri secured what felt like a huge victory in the race for the title. And to analyse the victory, we start by hearing from our full-time Liverpool FC correspondent James Pearce. You will then hear what Reds boss Klopp had to say in his post-match press conference, including an update on the injured Joe Gomez. And we end with the four to three Liverpool supporters, Matt Addison, Matt Whitty and Ross Strachan, who have all called into this show. Thanks for joining me. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, Liverpool have successfully closed that gap on Manchester City at the top of the Premier League table. Back down to two points. They had to dig deep and really fight for it here at Turf Moor tonight. But Jurgen Klopp's side certainly playing like uh, title contenders in that second half as they overcame a, a really poor start to the game. For 45 minutes, they were... They weren't at the races at all. I think, um, you know, I think when the team sheet dropped tonight, a lot of fans would have been concerned at the sight of seven changes. The worry was always going to be it was disjointed and, and scrappy with so many players short of match action recently. And that was exactly the way it turned out. Um, you know, it, was, it was a real battle in that first half. Burnley flying into tackles, uh, certainly doing their best to ruffle Liverpool's feathers and, uh, and rough them up. And they, they, they managed to, uh, to achieve that. The game was really broken up very few chances in it and um, and then when early in the second half Liverpool fell behind in controversial circumstances I think there were suspicions of offside and also uh, Alisson Becker claimed he had two hands on the ball um, before it squirmed away and Jack Cork knocked it in from close range that would have been easy for uh, Liverpool to feel sorry for themselves at that point and you know this would have been a, you know, a really damaging setback if they'd, uh, you know, they'd they'd lost their unbeaten record here tonight but they uh, they were magnificent after that. I thought um, you know there were some big performances right through the spine of the team. Certainly the best we've seen from Naby Keita since he joined the club. I thought that was the Naby Keita we'd seen play for RB Leipzig in the second half. The way that he uh, drove Liverpool forward, really dynamic and creative. Uh, really unlucky not to score with a, a 25-yard pile driver that Joe Hart did brilliantly to tip onto the post. But um, you know, the big thing was Liverpool weren't behind for long. James Milner, who I thought did really well on his return to the side tonight, drilled one into the bottom corner um, from the from the edge of the box, and and then the the, the second goal was uh, was a really well worked set piece. Trent Alexander Arnold dinking the ball to the back post. Virgil Van Dijk uh, didn't know an awful lot really about his assist in the Merseyside derby on Sunday, but uh, he fully deserved the assist here tonight because did brilliantly to uh, stick out a leg, hook it back across goal. And Roberto Firmino had only been on the pitch a couple of minutes, scored with his first touch, and um, you know certainly having Firmino and Salah to bring off the bench in that second half was a, a massive help. And uh, Liverpool should really have killed Burnley off long before the end. Um, only the heroics of Hart kept the minute. And then, you know, stoppage time belonged to the, uh, the brilliance of Alisson Becker because uh, he's made a wonderful world-class save to, to keep out Ben Mee's header. Not only that, but then he, when he had the ball, 
rather than just killing time. He, he, you know, he's, he's, he's seen, he's had the vision to see that a, a great counter-attack option was on. Brilliant throw out to, uh, to Sturridge, Sturridge to Salah, Salah to Zerdan Shakiri, who coolly tucked it away and, uh, and that sparked the party. In the away end, and you could see um, what it meant to them. You know, no pitch invasion from Jurgen Klopp while the game was going on tonight. He kept his emotions in check, but um, you know, in the press conference afterwards, it was it was clear uh, just what that meant to him because it is a juggling act for him during this hectic period. It was a big, big gamble to make seven changes tonight, but Liverpool uh, have come away with the win, and now you know they go to Bournemouth on Saturday, knowing. That uh, if they win there, they will go top of the Premier League table, if only for a few hours. But um, what's clear is that Manchester City certainly aren't going to get things all their own way at the top of the Premier League table. This Liverpool team have proved they can win with a swagger and they can dig deep and fight and scrap like they did here tonight and win. And that's a a massively promising sign for the uh, challenges they've got coming up. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. They take us to people Oh, the first half was to, just to start. We made our our life um, difficult by ourselves. So with a, you saw it, Joel had a two three passes after a long time no play. We all know, and hopefully you remember how, what a what a player he is. But he didn't play for a while, and then you have the first three passes, and they're really awful. That. Doesn't help. We had a similar situation, not not exactly like that. But Alberto needed a bit of time. Diff needed time. Daniel needed time, and all that stuff. Chuck was not really involved, and so and then uh, we had to change early and stuff like that. That all doesn't help. And Burnley had uh, obviously a specific plan. We wanted to be really aggressive in the challenges, stuff like that, and. Um, um, so each ball they won, even was a throw in for us. It was like help them and didn't help us, obviously, only mood-wise. So I was really happy when we were in half-time, we could just adjust a few tactical things. And, 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 but I'm, I told about it, I shouted a lot in first half, but I was not angry. I knew it could be a bit rusty. That's how it is, so with a lot of changes. But now we are warm, now we are used to it, and we feel just a little bit if we really bring Daniel a different position, if Diff is more central and, and, and Chuck more involved in, in another space. Um, to make that a bit more clear, um, then we have immediately better options. So that's how it is. And then you get the, uh, you concede then the goal. Um, I didn't see it back, but everybody asked me about offside and uh, other things. So I don't know if it was or not, but I didn't see it back. Um, and then reacting like we reacted in a, in a tough place like like Turf Moor at Burnley, that's really that's special. I have to say that's really good. Middle with an outstanding, anyway, really really good performance. Um, um, especially physical, <laughs> really good performance, and um, scored that one. Then finally, after a few weeks break, our set pieces are back and um, was really good. Bobby with the first, with the first um, touch, pretty much. After we scored, we wanted to change before we were um, um, when we were one 0 down, um, and we changed. Then it was one one because it was clear we still want to win the game. That's what we have to try, and uh, that's what we did. And um, third goal, obviously brilliant. And then we controlled the game in a lot of moments. But in all the, in all the moments when we gave Burnley the chance to to have a, a proper tackling and stuff like that, then um, it didn't, didn't look that 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 cool. But second half, um, perfect reaction, and um, really really happy about three points. Yeah, how's Joe Gomez? Well. <coughs> 
So I'm pretty sure now I don't make me a, a lot of friends. To, um, but actually, that's not the job I have. I said after the first challenge, I don't know who did it, like sliding tackling of six, seven yards coming in, getting the ball, everybody likes it. I said to the ref, please, just maybe it was no foul, but please tell them you cannot do that. Because nobody can judge that. And nobody, you get the ball, nice, but you always, it's like bowling. Because you get the other one, the player as well. And then that's exactly what happened in the, in the left corner. It was four or five times. Everyone, no foul, everybody likes it, stuff. But you have to be careful in circumstances like that. Joe is injured, and probably not only a little bit. We have to see that. We don't know it in a moment. We send him home. We have to, we have to see tomorrow. But that's, that's the. Yeah, but we have, yeah, yeah. We have to see it. But it's ankle, yes. Oh, first half already. I think always when Nabi had the ball, it, it, at least something changed a little bit. That was it. We wanted to have positions and, and involve the players, but then, to be honest, it's, I don't, I don't blame anybody. I don't criticize or whatever. I would if there would be something to criticize, but we all know Shaq can play much better. So in situation, turn, get the ball, be a bit more decisive, things like that. And, and the only one who really tried to do something was Millie with runs in behind and. And of course, and Nabi with the ball. Um, Hanno shouldn't be involved in that. He was. He had to protect all the the runners and stuff like that. But that's that's the case. So Nabi made all the difference in a lot of moments. I think his shot, which was blocked, was the biggest chance we had in the first half. I'm not 100% sure, but at least it looked like a proper chance. But um, Burnley blocked it, like second half, the one-two with Mo, good finish, a bit lucky I think in that moment for Burnley. But um, in second half. Actually, in the beginning, really good. In the end, really good. In between, we didn't use him. I was shouting, like, we have to use Nabi because he was not involved. We played the long balls with big switches, stuff like that, and Nabi was constantly overplayed. Um, always when he was involved, he was really good. Chris? Jürgen, you, had some, you seemed to have some words with Sean Dyche at the end. Was that about the tackling in the game, or what was that about? Oh, no, nothing to say about no. for my side. Do you think Burnley were overly aggressive tonight in their tackle? No, they, had to, they want to be aggressive. If somebody tells something different, then um, that's okay. Aggression is, is a part of football. They only say that you try something and then you need somebody else to tell you, but look, be careful. And there was a lot of situations, not these, not the normal challenges. There was nothing where you say, wow, that was too much or whatever. They're normal challenges. But with six, seven yards sliding and stuff like that, that's, these times are over. It's times over where, 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 where somebody let you do that usually because it's just we all we all want to win football games and you can choose different ways but you, somebody needs to tell you stop doing that make two more steps and then you are in a normal challenge and don't go five yards before you see before you had the player because the, the, the grass is wet and and take any risk take any risk and that's that's how it is I don't, it's not intentional. It's only clear before that that, it hap that will happen. So, and these are the situations. If the the, bo the boy with the ball is a bit unlucky, then it happens. What what happened to Joe Gomez? That's it. And I think the the, the, the referees they have to make sure that things like this don't happen constantly. It can happen, but then say, look, that's not. We were lucky. Nothing happened. So, but that's not how it should be. And now let's play, let's play football. That's it. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hello, it's Matt Addison for the post-match podcast after Liverpool have come from behind to beat Burnley by three goals to one. It of course means it's the Reds' best ever points return at this stage in a league season. 
and as has become a bit of a pattern this season, the second half was much better than the first. I thought the first half, seven changes, it was probably understandable that we looked a little bit disjointed. But the second half, the players seemed to gel a little bit more. Obviously the substitutions, Roberto Firmino and Mo Salah helped, but I thought Divock Origi showed a few good touches to build on his goal in the derby at the weekend. Um, and the first goal then, it was a great finish by James Milner, really composed right into the corner. Joe Hart up to that point had done really well, made a few good saves, Naby Keita was denied by him um, at least once or twice. Um, but yeah, James Milner into the corner, having gone a goal behind a few minutes before, it was massive that we got back level. Uh, and then the second goal to put us ahead, really good free kick, um, Trent touches the ball forward. Shakiri sets him up and then it's a ball into the box that Van Dijk turns into the path of Firmino. Um, you know, Liverpool showed great character going a goal down away at Burnley. Burnley had something to cling on to, but Liverpool managed to grind up the gears. I didn't think they'd played particularly well early on, but when they were asked to, they managed to, you know, push on, make themselves um a little bit better, uh up the urgency got the two goals and from there on in it was pretty comfortable and the third goal I think was the the pick of the three and it's all about Alisson I've spoken before here about his value to the club and you know just how much of a bargain he could prove to be and he's proved it again today the save first of all um, I'm not sure it was who it was whose shot he denied Uh, but it's a fantastic save a world-class save um, and then he bowls it out just at the perfect time, um, you know, straight into the path. I think it's uh, Sturridge who plays in Mo Salah. Brilliant touch over the defender's head and, and Shakiri finishes it. A wonderful move. It's exactly the type of football that we want to see Liverpool play. And it all comes from the goalkeeper, which just shows how important that position is. Um, other than that, then, I think Naby Keita was excellent. Probably my man of the match over the course of the 90 minutes. I thought he really found his feet today, showed his class and showed why Jurgen Klopp chose to spend so much money on him. And it's massive to get him going ahead of this festive period. I'm sure he'll retain his his place at the weekend. Um, I thought he was fantastic today. Finding that link between midfield and attack, certainly the last three or four weeks. We've not really done that too well, but there's certainly signs today that, that Naby Keita could be the man, just as, as most people expected him to be to fill that gap. The only concern, Joe Gomez obviously went off injured. Um, That's potentially a big negative, um, but I think we should just reserve judgment until he's had his scan um, and we can deal with that once we know the extent of the injury. He certainly didn't look comfortable. He looked like he was in a little bit of pain. Um, It's it's one of those that happens, you know, um, but it would be a disaster that, you know, He's been so good for us this season. He's been really impressive. He's established himself absolutely alongside Van Dijk as our best central defender. Um, so it would be a real, real shame for Liverpool and, of course, for Joe himself um, if it was a, a sustained injury, particularly over the Christmas period when there's so many fixtures, so many matches to come. And, of course, Dan Lovren missed out this evening as well. His injury record's not great. Joel Matip's the same, so hopefully it's, it's nothing too serious for Gomez, but we just have to wait and see. 
On to Bournemouth then at the weekend. Another win is absolutely vital. It would put Manchester City under a bit of pressure. They, of course, go to Stamford Bridge later in the day on Saturday. Uh, For now, though, it was a huge game for Liverpool tonight to get the three points, to react to City's win at Watford yesterday. And that's exactly what they did. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Dross from Witness with his thoughts on the Bain Levy Liverpool game. A uh, few changes made in the side today. Seven changes, I think it was, in total. Totally new front line. Um, Cater in midfield and Milner and that starting. For me, I think it was the right thing to do. And obviously, it proved to be the right thing to do because we ended up getting the win. But initially, when I just seen the side, I thought, I think it is the right thing to do. You know, after what Origi done in the derby, maybe he, he did deserve a chance. Sturridge needs to run out. Um, Keita, you know, Henderson's been suspended, so he needed to get back in. I think the changes were the correct thing to do. There's a busy, busy schedule coming up. So I was quite happy to see the, the seven changes, the fourths. First 10-15 minutes, Burnley had made made a really good start. You could see what their game plan was, get in our faces, be physical, make us work for it. And and to be fair, the first 15 minutes, they had a real good thing. They had a couple of chances the first 15 minutes, um, put us under a bit of pressure. But we settled into the game a little bit more. There was nothing spectacular as it, as, as it has been for a lot of the season. Nothing spectacular, we just... Played some nice stuff. But they, they kept the physical side of the game, kept the pressing. Um, but, they, they, again, they didn't really create anything after the first 15 minutes. Liverpool, um, there was some really good build-up play in that first half, I thought. Um, really good play from... Uh, I thought Cater was absolutely brilliant. I'm not, I, you know, I'll probably mention him again, but and I won't be the only one to mention him. He was great. It, for me, it's what we've been missing in the side. The little glimpses we've seen of him today. Just that link-up. He, he is that link-up that we're looking for, for the midfield to the strikers. So there was a lot of good build-up play by, by him. There was a lot of good build-up play from the likes of Shaqiri. Sturridge was involved in some good play. His last ball and sometimes his, his decision at the last minute let him down. But he was involved in a lot of the, a lot of the stuff. You know, they all were, but there was just no... The end product was missing. Maybe that that bit of quality when we do have Salah, Mane, Firmino, that's the real quality, isn't it? But up until that point, the build-up play was excellent. But, you know, we went in we went in at half-time, nil-nil. Pretty even game. It's one of them games. Burnley's a tough place to go. You're going to have to dig in. So we go into the second half... And you're thinking we're gonna to have to, you know, push on a little bit. We need we need we need this goal. We need to dig in. Get this to get this goal. And it's actually Burnley that take the lead. Um I think it's off a corner. Um and they've just gone to sleep really, Liverpool a little bit at the back and there's left a couple of men. Someone's got a touch on it. And the keepers the you know, Allison's made a good initial first save, one handed. Point blank, one handed save. And then the second ball he actually gets two hands on it, and I, I think he's. I think maybe he should maybe be be a little bit stronger. It's it's his ball, and then I think it's Cork who comes through and sort of almost knocks the ball out of his hands, and it gets bundled into that, and all of a sudden Burnley won the up. Um, 
could have been a little bit stronger there, Alisson. Obviously, I'm not going to criticise him because he was excellent in everything he's done today, as he has been for the rest of the whole of the season, really. But I think he just could have been a tiny little bit braver in that challenge, and and he and he's got the ball. Or if he hasn't got the ball, he, he would have got a free kick. But you know, we went one nil down, and then all of a sudden, it's a real. You think you start thinking this this is going to be difficult. These are going to be these are going to dig in. The crowd are up for it now. Um, it's a tough place to go, as the cliche goes. Burnley is a tough place to go, and to give them the lead with I think there was about half an hour to go at this point. Made it tough for ourselves, but you know, credit to us, we got back into it, and it was quite quickly after. after it must have been no more than about five or ten minutes after their goal that we got we got the equaliser, and that, that to me that was really important. If it had gone another ten, ten fifty minutes after that, then the pressure's really building. You're getting into the last 20, 15, 20 minutes, but it was um, it was Kate who was I think it was who initially involved in the build up. Knocked it to Origi and then Milner from the edge of the box picked his spot in the bottom corner and used the defenders almost to shield it and it was straight finish into the bottom corner and we're back in the game and then the momentum all of a sudden the momentum swings and it's all with us and it was great to see at this point it must have been a couple, not 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 too long after we got the equaliser it to me it was crying out you know let's not leave it much longer as Klopp does have a tendency to leave his subs a little bit late in the game. But he made the decisive move, he made the double substitution and he threw um, Salah and Firmino on and he made them quite positive. I think it was Moreno was one of them that came off and I think it was Origi the other. So it was a little bit of a switch in personnel and positions but it meant that we had you know, a lot of attacking a lot of attacking options on the pitch and it was within, it must have been within a few minutes, Firmino, one, probably one of his first touches, He's got a tap in, and he's got a tap in, and we're two, we're two one in front. Great free kick from Trent Arnold, whipped in. Um, for it, it was a difficult angle where he's put him from, but I think it was Van Dijk who just knocks it back across, and it's a, it's a tap in. For me, he was in the right place where he's he tends to be, and we're two one up, and then all of a sudden, I don't see how we can lose the game. He's just got to see the game out. Burnley are obviously going to tire because they've worked really hard and then that's that's a sucker punch for them to go 2-1 down. And even after the second goal, there's, there's opportunities for us to get the third. I thought Salah was very bright when he came on. His pace caused a bit of problems at the back for them. But still, you know, 2-1, there's still that chance that they can get back into it and nick the draw. And it must have been, uh, it was in stoppage time. Burnley's had a bit of a scramble in the box. Alisson's made an absolutely tremendous save. Initially, I thought it had um, clipped the post or the bar, but Alisson's uh, clawed it from the top corner in a bit of a scramble. And then, you know, a lot of keepers in that situation would have just uh, held on to the ball, wasted a bit of time. But this is the this is the genius what Alisson's brought. He, he, he's involved in things. He's invo- he's been inv- he's been involved, you know, second or third hand in assists for goals. And you've got to give a lot of credit to Alisson for this because. He he's seen that Burnley were you know they had a lot of bodies forward, and instead of holding on to it and just wasting a bit of time, he he, he threw it straight out. I think it was Cater, Cater on the run, lobbed it over to Salah, who was then obviously in acres of space. I think it's two on one, slots it over to Shakiri, and Shakiri can't miss from there. And you, you, ninety second minute, three one, game over, fantastic. 
to, from the position we're in to go one down, the resilience, just you know, that's the resilience this squad's got this year. This, it's not just, it's not just all pretty stuff and uh, goals, goals, goals. We we've got this. We seem to have this thing now where we can dig in, we can dig in to to get results, and it was great to see. Um, obviously, it keeps the pressure on City, and now, I think it's uh, Saturday we play the early kickoff, so. We win Saturday, Bournemouth. We go top, and it puts pressure back on City. They've got to go and get the result. Then that's all we can do: keep putting the pressure on, worry about ourselves, keep winning. As long as we keep winning, we're going to be there or thereabouts. Because surely they can't win every game. They're going to drop points. Obviously, we'll drop points, but make sure we win when they win. In the past, for the in in the years, the years we have been watching Liverpool, it was always when there was an opportunity, we'd always we'd always mess it up or we'd always drop points at the vital time. It seems this season we're keeping that pressure on, we're pressing, we're pressing, and sh- and at some point you've just got to hope that City are going to buckle because I think Liverpool they're in this for the long run now. It's not just that all this oh they're not playing well I, I was I, I'm one of them but not we're not playing that well but maybe we are playing well it's just it's just a different it's a different way we're playing now so all in all great results we've kept the pressure on city we've come back from a difficult situation to get three points um Naby Keita excellent man of the match by an absolute country mile just got to see that man in the Liverpool shirt now on the regular basis and he'll be a real asset He's a, could be the missing link what we're looking for at the minute. Just that little bit of spark between the midfield and the strikers. And it's just onwards and upwards for Liverpool. Let's just go into the Bournemouth game with the same attitude. Let's get the three points and we go again. Hello, it's Matt Whitty, cop season ticket holder, reflecting on Liverpool's fantastic 3-1 away win at Burnley. Uh, so first off, uh, the team selection. Uh, I thought Klopp got this uh, right before the game. Um, I think uh, we came into this uh, game in good in, uh, in a good form in the league and obviously on the back of uh, a morale-boosting win in the derby and uh, Burnley came into this game in absolutely terrible form. So given the run of games we've got coming up over the next three or four weeks with um, United, Arsenal, and uh, City. Um, if if we're not going to take a chance to rest players um, over this over this busy period, when uh, you know you know when when else when else could we possibly do it really? Uh, so yeah, I thought it was the uh, the right selection. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought uh, in terms of the uh, in terms of the match, it was a fairly tight uh, first twenty minutes with uh, Burnley. Um, sort of playing um, a lot better than I'd seen them play in uh, in their recent games, really, and sort of the uh, the Burnley of the last couple of seasons, really, sort of really in your face, uh, challenging uh, for every ball, not giving uh, not giving much space, and uh, I thought, despite that, uh, Cater uh, uh, was playing really well, started the game uh, particularly brightly, um, even when uh, it was a, a relatively slow start by uh, some of our some of our other players. Uh, I thought his uh, he, he was always looking to get forward. Uh, it was his uh, his passing was very good. There was a particular dribble where he took it past about three Burnley players, and uh, all of a sudden we went from being sort of you know thirty five yards out to being you know five or ten yards into into their half. That was uh, that was really good. Uh, there were 
relatively few uh, few chances really. Uh, we had a Van Dyke header straight at heart, uh, straight at heart. Um, but uh, I thought that was at least encouraging in that it came from a corner and. Certainly in the derby, our, our corners were were absolutely woeful, and uh, barely any of them beat the uh, beat the first man. Uh, there was more excellent play throughout the first half from Cater. With um, there was sort of a, a one or two minute period where he was playing a one-two with Milner on the edge of the area, and then uh, having a shot that was blocked. And then thirty seconds later, he was back defensively at the other end, uh, blocking a shot from Wood. And then a minute later, he was sort of uh, dinking a through ball through for for Storridge, who, uh, sorry, uh, uh, passing a through ball through for Storridge. He tried a little dink over the keeper, but uh, Hart managed to uh, to wrap it up. And I thought that really summed up his uh, summed up uh, Cater's afternoon really in terms of uh, all energy and all of the things that uh, that, that we were excited about when uh, when we signed him really. And uh, yeah, it was probably uh, his best performance for us uh, uh, throughout really. Um, I thought uh, we played uh, a really brave offside line through, throughout the match, so both in uh, in open play, but uh, noticeably from from set pieces. So when uh, when the opposition have got set pieces in those sort of either deep uh, deep positions or uh, sort of midway through our half, we're playing a much higher line than a lot of teams play, um, and that was that was that's been the case in uh, quite a lot of our games this season, really. And I think that really works well, particularly against teams that um, sit deep against us and are looking for those set pieces uh, firstly because we've got um, some real aerial ability um, defensively so we're going to win a lot of these crosses anyway through uh, through Van Dijk but also it just means we're that sort of 10-15 yards further up the pitch to uh, to lay the platform for a, for a counter-attack so uh, yeah it's um, it's uh, it, you've got to be brave to play it and um, Burnley had a a pretty a pretty spectacular volley ruled out from Ashley Barnes though it was uh, it was offside but uh, yeah I'm uh, all for all for that particular t- t- tactic uh, in the second half uh, I thought we started much much faster uh, we had a very quick uh, quick start to the second half and um, we had the, a great uh, whipped effort from Sturridge and a brilliant save from Hart uh, then Ree got in behind almost immediately um, sort of turned turned back and and lost possession and uh, and then a fabulous uh, effort from uh, from Cater on his left foot. After a, a little dribble, and it was uh, looked like it might have just been creeping in off the post, but uh, Joe Hart got a, got a fingertip to it. Again, a few uh, a few much more dangerous corners that that were beating the first man, but didn't quite didn't quite come off. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, completely against the the run of play, uh, Burnley scored with um, uh, sort of a. It looked like it was possibly offside, and some of those you get, some of them you don't. But uh, so you, you can't moan too much when uh, one goes against you. But uh, certainly the ball was kicked out of Allison's hands, and uh, yeah, I, I don't really know why neither the linesman nor nor the referee gave that, given the uh, the, the amount of um, protection that uh, goalkeepers normally get, and the fact that Allison pretty clearly had both hands on the ball and all his weight on top of the ball. It was. Uh, a bit of a strange, a strange decision. Uh, but it, it, in some ways, the the Burnley goal worked in our favour really. So Burnley um, dropped back uh, a good twenty yards, and uh, pretty soon after, we had a, an important switch of play by Shakiri and a nice little passing move where we did manage to find a little, little bit of space just on the edge of the area and inside the area. And uh, it was a lovely layoff by Origi and uh, a phenomenal finish by by Milner first time, slotting it into the corner. And uh, it was probably the first thing that Joe Hart hadn't got his hand to all afternoon. Um, midway through the second half, uh, Firmino and Salah came on 
and uh, yeah, Salah, uh, Salah's pace immediately uh, started to stretch the stretch the play. Um, uh, Alexander Arnold played the ball through through to him that was just over hit, but you could sort of see we, we were very close to putting Salah in one on one. Um, and then almost immediately after that, uh, there was a teasing cross from Alexander Arnold again towards Salah. Just couldn't just couldn't quite get on the end of it, and it was uh, it was cleared. And then uh, yeah, a nice bit of play from Sturridge, some quick feet in the in the centre. Uh, Westwood pulled him back. Uh, was surprisingly uh, not not booked, um, and it wasn't. It was one of those sort of centralish positions that's not that's not great to uh, to cross the ball. But uh, brilliant, uh, brilliant cross by Trent Alexander Arnold, and a, a really really clever bit of play from Van Dijk to firstly reach the ball um, uh, after anticipating it, and then to cut it back to uh, Bobby Firmino, who who scored with what what had to have been his first touch really. Um, quick word on uh, Allison. I thought his, uh, he had a really good game. Um, his positioning was uh, was really good. And uh, one of, one of the things I've always liked about uh, uh, Courtois when he was at Chelsea was how few times he had to actually dive to make saves, and how it was. It used to be so frustrating when we play and we'd have a shot when we were in a decent position, and it would just sort of end up in his midriff due to his anticipation and positioning. And there was a uh, several several um, uh, several. Uh, there's been several times like that throughout the season where where Allison's done that, and there was certainly an occasion tonight where there was a dangerous shot from the edge of the area, and then you look over and you see him sort of you know just gently gently picking it up in in a sort of you know waist height with uh, scooping it up from his hands. Um, I thought Van Dijk was uh, outstanding as well tonight, and you can just see the uh, you know the real leadership he brings. You know you know I, I, you know a lot of people would like to see him as captain, myself included, but I don't really realistically think you can take it off Henderson. Certainly not mid-season and I think Van Dijk brings that leadership um, uh, anyway uh, firstly through his own performances but also through his communication he's ordering others where to, where to pass the ball when, when he's not in possession he's taking responsibility when he's in possession you know bringing it forward when he needs to playing the the riskier passes that you sometimes need to play to uh, to to stretch the uh, to stretch the game, and I thought he did that magnificently. And obviously, on top of that, his his reading of the game, his 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 ability to to win headers, and um, yeah, it's just it's just uh, completely changed our our defensive ability. And uh, yeah, he was uh, he was rightly lauded by the uh, by, by the travelling cop. And then right at the end of the game, in uh, in injury time, um, great hands from Allison. Uh, to make the saves from uh, Mee's header right under the crossbar, and uh, you only need to ask uh, Pickford how dangerous those kind of lofted balls underneath the crossbar can be. Uh, but then after that, great awareness for a quick throw to to Sturridge, who had a lovely little chip pass to to Salah, and then uh, he played in uh, played in Shakiri for a, a lovely finish. So yeah, overall, I thought the uh, rotation worked really well. I thought we played well overall against a team that were really up for it. I thought defensively the offside trap um, worked really well and uh, yeah, great performances from Keita, Van Dijk and Alisson and uh, yeah, you know, if we uh, carry on the, this form, you know, if we uh, took uh, the, the, the points we've gained over these games in the first 15, we'd be on 98, 99 points, which, you know, I think anyone would have taken before the start of the season and uh, the, uh, the added bonus tonight with uh, a few rivals dropping points. So uh, yeah, onwards and upwards. Listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.